Welcome in to the Dad Verb Podcast. On this episode, we're going to be talking about fears we had as kids that still haunt us today, right? Uh, we were once kids. We're dads now, but we were once kids. What are some of those fears that have trickled on in? If you're watching on YouTube, uh, you can see that it's just the two Andrews. It's me, Andrew Saunders. Uh, ben, our great stoic philosopher, is not with us today. It's just going to be us uh, the duo, and uh, we're going to be taking it for this episode. As usual, we'd like to start with our sick check, right? We'd like to check how our families are doing. Andrew's usually fine. Uh, I'm usually the sick one. My family's usually the Bro. sick one. Uh, what's good with you, man? We're good. Flu <laughs> vaccines and COVID <laughs> vaccines today. There you Life go. Life is good. There you yep. go. No we- one is sick. Now, I was told specifically by the nurse that the flu vaccine is probably going to hit like 103 temperature and will feel cruddy for a couple of days. So that's yeah, we that, like she will technically be sick yep. in the next few days, but we uh, we're actually good. We're on the tail end of some sicknesses, but uh, I think we're good. We got flu vaccines a while back and uh, flu has been running rampant through our entire school districts. Kids can be being knocked out for uh, yep. <laughs> for you know uh, multiple days our kids felt like maybe it was fluey body aches and all that but it literally didn't last more than a day so i don't know if that's the thing that it was drives, the flu or was the vaccine i don't know whatever the but, flu that drives me nuts is the the joint aches if you get the flu yeah, and you get those like you're yeah it's like why do my joint like i know why it's because the white blood cells are just attacking everything but yeah yeah like why can't i move my arm and anyway yeah, dude, it's uh, the flu sucks, and I, it's it's gotten to the point where like you're so sick that you can't even watch TV. Like that's not even no. enjoyable. You just like that 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 always always sucks. Great. But uh, yeah, if you're joining us today, welcome in. Uh, whether you're listening or watching on YouTube, glad you're here for another episode of the Dad Verb Podcast. Uh, gonna have a little bit of fun with this one. We're gonna be talking about some fears that we had as kids, oh. and uh, and how and and whether or not that's that's trickled into uh our adulthood now oh it has i can i can think (laughs) of like two main ones um that uh i that kind of really stuck with me into into adulthood now like before we get into that though i I do want to say like i had a lot of fears just goofy ones as kids and they faded away but they were you know weird and when i was kind of thinking about this episode one of them was i don't know if you had this but one of them was I thought that sand, like uh, quicksand, was going to be a much bigger deal than it actually is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> that... you're not wrong. Like, I thought I could just walk through the woods and be like, I'm going to fall in quicksand. I'll... I always need to be ready. Yeah. yeah. Like, that was, yeah. there was so many cartoons like quicksand, quicksand. And, and, and like, I don't know, like, quicksand, like, in some, like, things that I've seen, like, it's like there's a depth where, like, it, it'll just go down about, like, a foot. And you can just kind of weasel your way out. Right. Like, I, right. I thought it would like, you know, just just take over your entire body and death, like definite yeah. death. I think it's a very slow I watched the same like Beastmaster movie or something <laughs> as a kid, right? Where he's like going down and the weasel's got to throw him a rope and save him. <laughs> like, I mean, like, yes, I um, I, I, I asked my kids like uh, when I was putting them to bed, so I was like, what are you? Because I was thinking about my fears and like, you know, I was like, what are you guys like most afraid of? You know, what do you what do you guys think? And uh, honestly, nothing too juicy. Uh, just killer sharks, panthers. Son really doesn't like 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 panthers, like big cats. 
kind of scare him. Like they're like reading all about right. him and and you know in school and all that. But like the idea of a cat, a big cat coming at you, uh, really do, like Colin does not like that. He's um, not going to be the kid at the zoo that's like right up next to the tiger face. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I think yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And like I mean, we went to the Dallas Zoo, and there <laughs> there was uh, there just a couple of gorillas. No, silverbacks that were just they look docile they're really <laughs> docile just there and all of a sudden they they go literally ape like nuts and they just start fighting and it gets very violent and if like you think for a second that like no i i can maybe like take on like no a gor- no there's no no you're not taking on a gorilla they uh-uh. lit each other up they were yeah. it was just like so it was like thunder it was lightning just right there i remember our kids were like and like whoa no yep. yeah. so um no no no. there's a there's a reason we're the top of the food chain and it isn't because we're the strongest it's because we figured out how to shoot things fastest yeah, just, yeah. We, our yeah. strength is our brain nothing yeah. physical or fast it's yeah. just brain yeah. that's it that's what we got no. but um yeah, kids, uh, other than, you know, the basic, I mean, there's, you know, I guess, you know, especially Henry, really, like, death is really something that, like, they start to, like, think he, he about. He like, started contemplating yeah, his yeah, own like, mortality. Yeah, yeah, like, what are the ways that you can die? And, like, that's why we look both ways, because, like, if we get hit by a car, it's like, you could die. You could die. Like, yeah, that's right. So, I, that's kind of a thing that's, that's kind of festered, so. Yeah, death and some of the basics. So nothing too juicy, nothing like quicksand. But um, nothing yet. Yeah. Do you remember anything that, like, as a kid, that was kind of more like ridiculous? Nothing that like sticks with you, but like back then, I'm like, man, why was I thinking about that? Ridiculous that yeah. I was scared of. I'll tell you another one. I'll tell you another one. For whatever reason, I had a massive fear of volcanoes, like volcanoes and lava. Hmm. I thought lava would be more of like a raging river, like a. You know, like, have you seen, like, a mudslide? Like, like those are, yeah. like, devastating to watch. I thought, like, volcanoes exploding would be something like that. It was, like, a fast rush. Right. Uh, but they're much slower than I thought. Uh, I guess I, like, watched too much, like, there's a movie called, like, Dante's Peak. Yeah. And just, like, those, there's another volcano movie. I forgot what it was. Maybe it was called Volcano. I don't know. Uh, and, yeah, it was just, like, just crazy and, and just, like, fast. And I, I don't know. I thought I was very scared of lava. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of like ridiculous fears that I, I definitely grew out of, but I'm not, I mean, I, I can remember having vivid, like, Oh, actually, no, no, no. I got a really weird one for you. Mm-hmm. There was a, there was a VHS cover mm-hmm. and I don't remember the name of the movie, but it mm-hmm. was a horror movie and it was a snake or a lizard or something and it was coming out of the toilet and i had an irrational fear of sitting on the toilet for like <sighs> just like every time i'd like check okay there's nothing there and yeah, like, yeah. i don't think i ever vocalized it right but it was always like in the back of my head like no no no. and then as an adult i find out that if you go to australia that's a thing because oh, yeah, the snakes I... will climb up the toilet and the spiders yeah will hang out and i'm like Okay, so I just learned about two continents I don't need to visit ever. Um, no, dude. Okay, but, so we we have like very few listeners from Australia, but they are there. They exist. I'll tell you, I've seen some videos. Of what you guys have packing over there, over in Australia, right. it is wild. The size of some spiders and snakes that I've seen, it is 
Oh, yeah. it's 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 what nightmares are made of, man. It's what nightmares it, are made of. It really of. is. Oh, I mean, gosh. that being said, my wife and I are currently binge watching Farmer Wants a Wife, Australia edition, because there's only two seasons of the U.S. edition. But they farmer have Farmer like, Wants a Wife. Farmer. It, it's a farmer who wants a game wife? show. And oh, he brings four to five city girls to his farm for a month. And then he slowly like eliminates them as things go wrong. So are or, you, you going to tell me you're one of those guys who's like bachelor's trash TV, bachelor, bachelorette, never, but farmer wants a wife. I'm in the same <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah. The you. Delta difference here is they have something like, I, I'm, I know I'm going to get this wrong, but I know of at least four marriages and 15 kids that they have already produced on this show, which I think beats oh, the bachelor wait. like out the wazoo. How um, do people do that many kids, like just kids, like more than we have three, we're done. Right. Like I don't, I don't understand. It's I a mean, tough, nine, tough thing. Nine weddings, 30 kids. That's four a piece. I mean, it's not a lot. Yeah, I, yeah, that's true. That's true. Four. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if we went for four, but that's I think manageable. they're over that. Like someone from Australia comment and let us know what the current farmer wants a wife marriage <laughs> child count is. And we will correct ourselves on a future podcast. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. Stupid I... guilty pleasures. But <laughs> see, those shows make me want to go to Australia because they're like they present all these fun, cool places. But then occasionally they'll be giving an interview and you'll just see them like smack a fly. And then I have that remembrance that like, oh, yeah, the whole place is covered in fly. I forgot about that. I, actually, and there's Australia, that rabbit fence thing. And anyway. Rabbit fence. No, Australia is a, is a place that I've always wanted to actually go. It's just a, it's a, top, uh, it's a top visit place for me. I've always wanted to do Australia. Just uh, South Pacific in general, Australia, New Zealand. Uh, yeah. Tonga, Fiji, like all those areas. I think that'd be really fun to just like explore and visit. Um, Australia, you know, now a new reason to go. Bluey, home of Bluey, got it, got experience. What they've got. What so. I just heard is that if Australian company sponsors you, you will do an on-site adverb podcast. One hundred percent, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try an accent over there. Is that how they talk? Don't there? insult them already. Wait till you're there. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, let's get into our fears. Okay, right. let's talk about some of the fears that we had as kids that have trickled into fatherhood. Yep. Um. And maybe let's let's kick it off with you. What do you have, ma'am? What do you have? So I I'm I'm slowly working my way out of it, but I am afraid of snakes. Okay, I mm-hmm. I can't do it. I can't hold them. Yep. Uh, best man at my wedding had a snake in his house for years. The best I could do was kind of like, yep. That's a snake in a fish tank. <laughs> Backing up. But I don't need to hold it. Nope, yeah. I don't need to watch it eat. Nope, I don't need to, like, nothing. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, I've had to, like, adult a few times because garter snakes have, like, gotten in the house or the basement. But but I will not pick them up. I'm, like, out with a garden rake. Like, you are four feet away from me, yeah. and yeah, you're going yeah. outside, right? <laughs> um, yeah, yep. So, but I know where it comes from. So, there was a show called rescue 911. Oh, I know exactly. William Shatner. William Shatner. Yeah. And they retold 911 stories. So they were true 911 stories, but they reenacted them. Yeah. And very familiar. This fear comes from an episode where someone had a 16-foot python or maybe it was a boa constrictor. 
I don't know. It was a 16 foot snake under their house. Mm-hmm. And the only way to get this thing out, they didn't know what was happening. Like, I want to say it ate a, a small dog or maybe a cat. Mm-hmm. Like, and th- they knew there was something down there, but the fire department or whomever had to actually crawl underneath this house and extract this snake. Mm-hmm. And they were telling the story. And I don't remember why it was a 911 story. I feel like it was one of those, like, it got a hold of a kid or it got, like, and it was a, there's a snake, it did this, it's, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I saw that at an impressionable age. Uh, Snakes were over. That was it. No more snakes. Um, I I can kind of do snake skin, like if someone has snake skin mounted or, like, I can look at it. I think I've touched it a few times yeah like skate skins boots don't really bother if someone me someone offered you to eat snake because like in some nope. culture some places like it's snake meat nope you wouldn't do it no i like the the foodie in me is like i'd have to try it but yeah, i think yeah. it would be one of those like i'm gonna try this and if it is not the most amazing thing i've ever put in my mouth i will not have another bite like so what about like fictional snake like uh a second movie a harry potter no I hated that. The basilisk. I understood it. I (laughs) knew it was coming. No, no, no. I watched it. Yeah, but but you didn't like it. I don't need to do this again. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I mean, I do like a lot of fantasy games, right? Dungeons and Dragons and those kind of things. Yeah, a lot of snakes. I almost never put snakes in as monsters. Just like. That's just your thing. Yeah. They're not. It's a fear. Yeah. I don't think it's rational. I don't think like. I think snakes are very common. I mean, like, that's not, yeah, yeah. I mean, right. it's. But until that point, I don't think I need a reason to ever be afraid of snakes. I, yeah, it, some it, people are anyway. just, yeah, I mean, some people are just, you know, like spiders or anything like that. It's just like, you know, yeah. tarantula. Like, my wife, deathly afraid of tarantulas. And, it, like, yeah. there's nothing in her childhood that just, like, that, you know, sets something off. It's just like she hates it. <laughs> just, right. Just the way it is, yep. you know? Well, so, all right, let me, ask, let me ask you a question. And there Usually, is the, that curve. That uh-huh. snakes have like your eye will catch that mm-hmm. natural like it's a it's a uh self-protection mechanism yep yep so it's it is one of those things that like some people are predisposed to like nope that that's wrong right uh-huh. um anyway you had a question I'm, no, no I, and that's the thing like if you think <laughs> about it too like if you even if you think like the bible you're an atheist right and and the bible is just purely fiction it was just written by just people right, right. there's a reason why they picked a snake yeah. You know, to uh, at, right. at the beginning there, you know, it's just yep. like, you know, it's it's a, it's a scary thing, you know. Right. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, OK. So here's my question. So, so dad that's first mode, well, yeah. As dads. Right. Like, especially in our house, you know, there's a spider, there's a snake or whatever. Andrew, you got to come get this. Right. That's my wife yep. all the time. There's a spider in the bathtub, there's a spider, you know, yep. whatever in the garage for, for me, this is real thing. We've got like little bug traps everywhere. Cause yep. Sometimes catches lizards, whatever. It's caught snakes, you know. And that's that's just my job. That's just yep. my job. When I acknowledge comes, that I have to do deal with it, and, and I will have to deal with it. Yes, and, and I, I do. Say, your yeah. daughter comes running in, Dad. The there's, only there's time, snake, whatever, whatever. What's your mom, what? What are you doing? The only time I have obfuscated my snake duty was I was doing yard work. And the, again, my best friend, best man at my wedding was there and he's a snake guy. And I was like, yeah. no, you take care this. of that thing. You get it out of my yard. Like 
Mm-mm, not for me. And he was like, it's a garter snake. And I'm like, I don't care. It is a yeah, snake. In my eyes, and he like, cobras. he like picked it up and he's just like over the fence. And I'm like, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. No, it, yeah. I, here's the thing. I don't like snakes either, but I don't mind them. Right. If it, if right. like I have to, I'll go like I, when I grew up in Puerto Rico for a little bit. And yeah, there were like little snakes in like the, just the forest. We were just playing in and we'd, yeah, we just right. pick them up. Iguanas. We, we did a lot of iguanas. Uh, more than snakes, but still, like we those are just worse. Those, those are more deadly. Like I'm less afraid of them. They're not. Be- um, they're just a little scratchy. That's all they are. But they're not. Yeah, bad. Don't they have one of those bites that like can get you or your fingers it, infected, and they can sever fingers and things? You know what? I don't know. Man, I sure have thought about that. I don't know. <laughs> I just thought they I were could be wrong. I, I, iguana people don't come like after me. I don't know. I, don't, I, I didn't. No, no, I didn't no, no, think no. iguanas even had teeth. Like they have the teeth? Galapagos iguanas, right? They swim and they get to like four or five oh, feet, and the oh, ones with the tails. One. I yeah. think they have a really good bite. I could be wrong. I don't know but. about the ones in Puerto Rico. We never got bit, and we never felt All threatened right. by them. They just felt really docile and chill. But uh, you no, had the snakes. pet store version. They were loose from the pet store. That's Pretty <laughs> much, yeah. They were just around. There's so many of them. But yeah, I, I get the fear of the snakes. I but you know, and if you know when we see them around, or you know, I, I. I would rather take like a, a little, you know, either a shovel or a, a, yeah. a trowel, rake. you know, yep. or, yeah, and just do do it with that rather than my hands. I'm, I, because in my head, like even though I know that what I'm seeing isn't poisonous, maybe, you know, right. maybe it's a, it's a copperhead in my well, head. I don't know. I so. could get it wrong. Okay, I am not the snake identification expert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, all right. So that, that's that's valid. Let, can I get into mine? Yeah, yeah, do one. Let's. What, when what I got? was when I was a kid, there was a show called "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" I think it was on. He was on the Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah. And there Might was a very TV. Yeah, uh, maybe. I well, I wasn't allowed to watch MTV, but that's right, probably well, when I watched it. On Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. <laughs> All right, it was a show called "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" And there's a very specific episode, and I actually went and tracked down the episode. I have it here. It's called "The Tale of the Dead Man's Float." And it was basically like these kids in a pool on like this floating thing. And like basically this pool monster comes out at them. And then they kind of like mix something, they kill it, and then it like sinks back into like the drain. But that episode, like I remember bits and fragments, not the full episode of what I was watching. I wasn't like comprehending what was happening. I just, I remember basically seeing fleeting images, all of which freaked me the hell out. But ever since then, to this day, I have a weird, like, fear of, like, pools and depth and, like, okay. something coming up and getting at me. So, like, I'll swim in the deep end. I'm a good swimmer, but there's always just, like, this little, like, something, like, is something going to nip at my toes? Because you, you dive deep, grab his ankle. He's <laughs> out. <laughs> I, I will be out. I'm gone. <laughs> if you tickle my ankle while I'm in the deep end, I will. I'm done. I'm done for the day. That's it. So, like, this episode, I'm watching it not on YouTube. It's actually on DailyMotion.com. It's where I found it. But I don't know if anyone else saw this. If you did, like, comment, man. That's awesome. But specifically, like, pool drains as well. Like, I feel like the monster got, like, sucked into the drain. or That's where it kind of originated from. So, like, I'll go into the deep end, and I'll, like, go to the bottom of the pool if I, like, you know, just messing around or like my kids dropped a whatever i have to go retrieve it but if it's by the drain i don't like it i don't like it 
I'll, <laughs> I will just like, like, like uh, get me. Yeah. yeah, and I'll just grab it and whatever I got to go and just go away. Like the pool drains at the bottom. It, I, <laughs> so stupid, so stupid. It freaks me no, all out. Right. It's like one of those, it. like, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any it's sense. It's a closed water circuit. Like, there's yeah. no way. It's not even connected to the sewer system. Nothing can climb out of it, but right? Like, but, it, like, a small part of me is like, what if it just, like, activates and it just decides to suck down right. and it, it just sucks me? Because I feel like when I was a kid, I had, I heard some no, no, sort of story of that. That's and I, happened. It has happened, right? Yeah, that and, has and actually I, happened where kids have, have reached into, like, those, those, cross drains yeah. and the covers haven't been there and they've created a seal and then it does it has enough force to like trap them See, but it's now, usually now because me the hell out. their arms are freaking enough out. to get them stuck yeah yeah no that happens i don't like this no, it, yeah, no I, I yeah and like, so I'm like and i've right. heard stories of like pool drains and drownings and I'm like i don't know and i associate it with this episode of are you afraid of the dark and just the, the correlation that i concocted in my head yep. Just freaks me out to this day. I don't like pool drains or anything like that. And small parts of me are like freaked out by like the ocean, right? If I'm like floating yeah. in the middle of the Pacific, right? I, you know, there are a lot of factors about why that situation sucks. But uh, another situation is like if like a whale comes like next to me, like, damn it, I hate this. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> like, don't tickle my feet, bro. Like, get away from me. It's like depth and everything that's hiding under the ocean and what can like, tickle and get at me and then eventually kill me and eat me drag me down oh it just gets in my head so i, I uh, didn't yeah i didn't know this till the first time i went scuba diving but i i can't do shipwrecks yeah i learned i learned how to yeah. scuba dive and mm. i i was like inches behind the instructor the whole time yeah he, we went towards a a shipwreck dive and all of a sudden yeah. i was on the surface and he was like you just disappeared and i looked i rolled over and there you were bobbing on the surface going over this sunken fishing ship that wasn't yeah. even like a real ship right it yeah. was like somebody's fishing Staged. boat that no oh, like kind of, yeah it, yeah, it, it sunk for whatever reason but yeah. it wasn't um like it wasn't one of those where like people were trapped inside or no one got away or there yeah, was even just, a kitchen in the boat right right it right, just right. sank it and, just took and, on water and it's capsized yeah, yeah. And he was like, you were gone. And then we got over the boat and he was like, and then all of a sudden you were right there again. And I was like, okay, I didn't, I didn't even know I did that. So yeah, that honestly, you you bring that up and I think about that. That freaks me out too. Yeah. Like there's something so ominous about that because for me, it's like the story of how that got there. Something bad happened and it shouldn't be there. Right. right. So that man-made thing should not be that is out of the, place. And yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not yeah. gonna use it as a tourist attraction. Exactly. It's yeah, not exactly. in its natural environment. And it freaks yeah. me out. And I'm like, I don't like this. So there's something there's like a fear associated with that ominous, the depths. Something I fear the depths. The you know depths. what I mean? So there's that. Um, he doesn't even like his own psyche, folks. It just yeah, he fears <laughs> the depths. Yeah. <laughs> the depths. So there you go. That's a little bit about uh about uh, me. Do you have you got another one you'd like to share? I, I do. I do. I do have so, one more, too. We'll each go grew, one more. There you go. I grew up in Iowa, near the University of Iowa. The University of Iowa has a natural history museum. Um, for those of you who don't know, Iowa was at one time under several feet of ocean prior to the glaciers melting. And you can find, like, little shells all over the place. And if you go to the right spots, you can still see granite walls that are full of seashells and stuff. Anyway. Mm-hmm. 
in the Iowa Natural History Museum, and you can Google this yourself. I won't put the picture on the screen for those on YouTube. There is a large fish, for lack of a better term. And it is not the whole fish. It is a mural mm-hmm. with a cement reproduction. It might not even be cement. It might be like painted foam, but it, it's painted <laughs> gray to look like cement. Okay. Yeah. Reproduction of the head of some prehistoric massive fish. Might be a whale. I mm-hmm. I don't know. I was alone in the Natural History Museum. My parents <laughs> think I was on a Boy Scout like event when this happened i come around the corner and i am face to face with what in andrew's memory is a five foot round giant fish with jagged teeth oh google this thing no like like big old fish jagged teeth and it's not even like angry it really like Looking back at it as an adult, it is like an Aztec interpretation of the head of a fish, and the thing might be three feet around. Okay, it is not large at all, but in my memory, it is massive. And to this day, so I cannot go to that exhibit in the Natural History Museum without that just one being thing. freaked out. I don't know why. That one and, exhibit. And I know this because when I was in college, I intentionally went back to be like, it's got to still be there. And is it still scary? Like, why? what was it so scary? And as an adult, it's just a dimly lit attempt to make a bunch of painted walls look like an aquarium. Yeah, right, right. But as a Cub Scout, maybe six, seven? Yeah. Scared the living crap out of me. And so, so you're saying you wouldn't go back to that exhibit? I've been back to that exhibit. I do not enjoy okay. that exhibit. Um, it is not uh, somewhere where, like, it's just I've, it's it's weird. And have you heard of an alligator gar? No. Google. I Google when I first alligator moved, gar. Yeah, it's called alligator gar. Alligator and then G A R. It's a fish. It's a real fish. When I first moved to Texas, oh yeah. I didn't know that's what they were called, but I've seen these things. Yeah. So if if you don't know what an alligator gar is, so basically it's a fish. Uh, it's it's huge. It can grow maybe what five feet or something like that. But the face of it is this long alligator looking thing with all sharp jagged teeth, and it looks super scary. Uh, and when I first moved to Texas. Uh, there's like a lake. There are a couple lakes around where we're at, uh, Lake Louisville, Lake Grapevine, and you know we wanted we went boating there. And I had a couple buddies tell me like, yeah, it's fun, it's fun, but you gotta watch out for the gar. I'm like the what? The gar? Alligator gar? I was like, man, yeah, dude, it's like a big alligator fish. And I thought, and this is a buddy who's like always joke, like you never tell if he was serious. And right. I thought he was just messing with me. He goes, no, 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 actually Google it. So I googled it, and I was like. Ah, damn it. That it looks like a nightmare. It looks like a literal nightmare. Uh, so when you're telling me this story, I'm thinking, are you talking about an, uh, you talking about a gar, an alligator gar? No, I, no. I don't know. It's not. It's not. So, but it's equally as free. I did just text you a photo of this thing from the museum. You can you can see what scared the living crap out of Andrew. As All a right. I, I'm, I'm pull- he, he, he does. Okay. I do see it, and if you're on if you're on YouTube, I'm gonna. Oh yeah, that's kind of weird looking, dude. I don't like that. Actually, mm-hmm. it looks like an eel. It looks like an eel with teeth, like a like a moray, like but you know, like a moray eel. But, 
but it's oversized. Not whole, that thing is coming out of the wall. Yeah. Like, and there's a mural behind it. You know what, Andrew? You know what this is oddly reminiscent of? Snakes. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. There's an you're association here, and yeah. I understand now. There if you're go. watching on YouTube, this is the thing that Andrew is looking at. It looks like a hybrid between a Mori eel and a snake with uh, teeth that are just, uh, yeah, that are kind of large yeah. and very snake-like. You really don't like I, I really don't like snakes, snakes man. I get no. it. I get it. No, nope. oh, man. Yo, guys, if you guys are listening or watching, you, you're, you haven't, you're feeling any triggered by any of these things that we're talking about. Let us know in the comments. Uh, shoot us a message. We, we'd love to hear those. Um, I mean, for the record, I don't eat fish. I don't think it's because of this. I, I think it's like because a salmon. of like, no, I don't like Tuna. salmon. I don't. I will eat sushi because I spent enough time in Japan to appreciate good sushi. There you go. But like grilled fish, I'm like that. That's nah, disgusting. That's not like, thing. Okay. nothing. No, gotcha. No. But <laughs> my dad thinks that's completely. He's like, no, you lost your taste for fish when we went to some fish market and you saw them live in San Francisco swimming around, and then you you learned that that thing was that thing, and you were done with fish forever. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know why that oh, messed man. me up. I literally Love watched good- my. My oh, uncle's like hack apart cows, but whatever. Okay. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, so, what's yours? Right. So you you last, last one. Yeah. So it's so when I was a kid, like for whatever reason in my head, sometimes I would think that like I was being watched. Like there's cameras, and I would have to like make sure that I was acting right. So there's like a there's like oh, a camera. Christian guilt. Yeah, that's yeah it's basically that like uh, god yeah it, it's in part like a god thing i think like some christian kids had this yeah. uh, but like it's part like a god thing but also just like it was also like a database that maybe my dad had i watched the truman show probably younger than i needed to okay that also fueled a little bit of it too but a small part of me always thinks that somewhere somehow there's a camera like somewhere and that, like, I'm um, being – I've never shoplifted in my life. I've never shoplifted because I know that even though, like, I know that a lot of the cameras in these stores are, like, fake, I know someone's watching, like, like everything that I'm doing. Like, it, it just freaks me out. So uh, here's like the I'm question. I'm being spied on all the time. Here's and, the question. Yeah. Is Siri on on your phone? It's, no, it's Siri's off. So I you tr- can't I never use Siri. Siri your phone? No, no. Okay. I don't. You I don't, don't have I don't any Alexa or Google. I do have. I have. I have Alexa all, all throughout. The, no, uh, cancel. She's around. So she's yeah. listening to you. So you've literally invited the thing that you're afraid of into your home now. Yes, but like, there's something audio for whatever reason. Like, like I'm fine with like. Uh, th- these echo devices can hear us moaning during sex, and I don't care. Like, it's fine. <laughs> but if there's an eye, if there's a camera, then I'm like that like no unless it's like echolocation and they can paint a picture based off of like sound uh then i'm I'm gonna tell you something really scary no but like all these echo devices like all their all the eyes like i've blocked all of them like they're yeah it's i've got like the little uh, the protectors on the on my laptop Uh, the the, the cameras are covered you know uh what were you gonna say a scary one for you uh and you can google this up Researchers at MIT maybe five years ago actually used Wi-Fi signals to develop yeah, 3D pictures of people's this. homes. And 
it's one of those like, oh my god, like all you really need is a decent receiver and the right algorithm, and you can actually map human beings walking through their own houses because yep. we've all put these giant radio blasters yeah. throughout our house. Yeah. They, and, they know exactly the layout of our homes because yep. of Wi-Fi. Of Wi-Fi, yep. it's like it's based. It's not echolocation, but it's like similar principle. Right. It's yeah. it's so crazy, and also like Amazon owns Roomba, and Roomba like right. maps your house. So like they, you know, they know everyone's schematics. It's it's yeah. so freaking weird. But, but I'm also reading this book right now called Project Hail Mary. Okay. Uh, it's written by Andy Weir. I think you'd actually like it. It's a very scientific, yeah. uh, fun book. Uh, but there is. I don't want to like ruin it too much, but there's moments of like, like echolocation of like uh, the ability to basically see your entire world, like, like blind, but only with sound. And it's just so interesting. It's, it's fascinating. But it's actually written by the same guy who did the Martian, the Martian, the book. Okay. I mean, it was a movie, yeah, yeah. which I love a very rewatchable movie with Matt Damon, but there was a book written by Andy Weir. He wrote Project Hail Mary, and it's actually probably one of my favorite things uh, that I've read in like the, the last year or so. It's it's I'm going I'm right. like I will, I'm halfway I will look through it, it and I'm just like, dude, I freaking love it. I'm not even done with it yet. And I'm like, I, everyone has to get this book. It's so good, but it okay. is very sciencey it's science and nerdy. Fiction. It's yes, not it's science fiction. It's, it's not science fiction. It's science fiction. Okay, correct. It's science fiction, but, but it's well very researched science fiction, right? Isn't it? That's yeah. The... There you go. There you go. It's fantastic. But anyway, uh, we've uh, we kind of went 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 all over the place. But yeah, the, those are those are the fears, right? Um, we got snakes and pool drains and fish and giant <laughs> fish and being Coming watched. Out of walls. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, I, I feel like I I always have to be on my best behavior because of uh of of, of cameras just being. I mean, I anymore. think the takeaway from this is I don't think either one of us had a traumatic childhood and we still developed what, for lack of a better term, is irrational fears. And correct. It, it, correct. There's no avoiding them. And I think that's kind of the answer or the thing you should take away from this, right? Is we are two functionally competent adults who have yeah. developed families and held down day jobs and you're yeah. listening to us for god knows what reason but you're listening and <laughs> the reality is we've developed irrational fears from strange childhood events so the idea that you're going to protect your kids from those is kind of as insane as the idea that you're going to protect them at all right so do your best <laughs> have fun but understand that your kids too will grow up with an irrational fear of Whoopee cushions XYZ. for whatever. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's just how it's going to be. And and, right. and you know, like th- then there are like legitimate fears of like death and stuff like that. And it's like, all right, how do we as parents like navigate that? And that's something that like I'm the tools not- to cope. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's something though where Ben comes back and he's like, okay, here's everything that you need to know, guys. Right. And then he's going to give us the the hammer. So right. <laughs> anyway. I, I mean, mine is the how do you teach a kid about death? You get him a dog. When they're born, oh gosh! And then about the time they're twelve, <laughs> then yeah. Unfortunately, like the dog's reaching elderly age. See, why so gotta, before why they're eighteen, they so will like, learn. What, what, let's do with a fish. Fish is much easier. <laughs> yeah, just because so you don't fast. gain that emotional attachment to the fish. You know, some do. I don't know. I yeah, I, had a, fair, dude, I, fair. I had an emotional attachment to a, a a hamster that I had named Pirate. You only oh, have one eye. You know what um, I just learned about them. Hamsters? They're just hamsters utterly disgusting. Hibernate. 
in the winter months. Yep. So a lot of people throw out hamsters that they think are dead. And they're actually just in hibernation mode. So like, like (laughs) the class pet comes home with little Johnny and everything's fine on week one. And then the hamster goes into hibernation mode and the Christmas break happens. And, you know, they neglect it a little because Christmas and they're busy and whatever. And then mom goes to check on the hamster and the hamster is dead. No, the hamster is hibernating and it dies in the trash dump like hours later, right? Because she threw it away and it goes out with the garbage. Like, so PSA, hamsters hibernate just because the hamster isn't moving in the cage over break in the winter doesn't mean it's dead. Yeah. 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 Read that recently and went, how many elementary schools have just been mass genociding hamsters in the United States. Mom, I I came home from school and Pirate was just sitting in the hamster wheel, not moving. He was dead. Was he? But was he? Yeah, was he? No way. No, we are fairly certain that he was. And he was, we bought Pirate because he was one of the older ones. And he only yep. had one eye. He had issues. So go like the thing. Go read up on hamster hibernation because they breathe like once a minute. Like it, it's really it like during easy. the winter. We were in Puerto Rico, so it was always like warm. There's no like winter hibernation, right? No. Or does I, it matter? I'm assuming it happens in winter, whether you're in 90 degree weather or four degree weather. Yeah, just look it up. But be aware, it's a thing. That'll yeah. do it for this episode yeah. of the Bedford Podcast, guys. And this is a Morn Pirate. If you want to join us on Discord, check the links down in the comment section of this video. Oh, man. If you want to uh, check out dadverb.com, that's where we have courses from. Dude, this is wild. I don't even know. <laughs> I, I can't even get to the outro. If you, you can join us on dadverb.com where we have courses <gasps> from parents. From through year one of fatherhood i'm not even gonna finish the intro that is just so devastating i just <laughs> ruined his night i'm thank sorry you for, thank you for listening to this episode of the dad Bird podcast and we'll catch you in the next piece <laughs> oh.